everyone, and welcome back to Slugcast, brought to you by the Division of Student Affairs and Success. This is your host, Maya, and today I have a special third episode of Science Weekly for you, all about the James Webb Space Telescope. Although not necessarily directly related to our university, I figured this was an important enough topic in science right now to share with you all. Stay tuned! Okay, let's dive right into it. The very popular James Webb Space Telescope was launched from French Guinea on December 25th, 2021 at 7.20 a.m. with a mission to complement and extend the discoveries made by the Hubble Space Telescope with longer wavelength coverage and greatly improved sensitivity. But before I get into any further details, you might be wondering, who was James Webb? Well, he's a former NASA administrator who was active from February 1961 to October 1968 and did more for science than perhaps any other government official has in the past. Although at the time, President John Kennedy had committed the nation to landing a man on the moon before the end of the decade, Webb believed that the space program was much more than a political race. He believed that NASA had to strike a balance between human spaceflight and science because such a combination would spur the strengthening of the nation's universities and aerospace industry. Under his administration, NASA invested in the development of robotic spacecraft which explored the lunar environment so that astronauts could do so later, and sent scientific probe to Mars and Venus, giving Americans their first ever view of the strange landscape of outer space. By the time Webb retired just a few months before the first moon landing in July 1969, NASA had launched more than 75 space science missions to study the stars and galaxies. Not only that, he also enhanced the role of scientists involved in NASA in key ways. He gave them greater control in the selection process of science missions, and he created the NASA University Program, which established grants for space research, funded the construction of a new laboratory at universities, and provided fellowships for graduate students. For this and much more, the name of the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope was given to him. Alright, moving back to the telescope itself, its mission is set to last 5 to 10 years and tackle four main goals. To search for the first galaxies or luminous objects formed after the Big Bang, to determine how galaxies evolved from their formation until now, to observe the formation of stars from the past stages to the formation of planetary systems, and lastly, to measure the physical and chemical properties of planetary systems, including our own solar system, and investigate the potential for life in those systems. It plans to accomplish these goals with tech features like lightweight optics, a deployable sun shield, a folding segmented mirror, improved detectors, mirror-controlled micro-shutters, and cryogenic actuators, which produce very small vital linear output. Now, since its launch, it has released many beautiful colored images of what there is to see out there in space, which I highly recommend you take a look at, by the way, using its specially optimized ability to detect infrared wavelengths. The longer wavelengths enable Webb to look way further back in time to see the first galaxies that formed in the early universe and to peer inside dust clouds where stars and planetary systems are forming today. Actually, one of our very own, Garth Illingworth, a distinguished professor emeritus of astronomy and astrophysics at UC Santa Cruz, has much to contribute to the James Webb Space Telescope. He has been a key player in the telescope's long journey from concept to completion, leading initial planning studies, chairing important advisory committees such as the JWST Science Advisory Committee, which he chaired for eight years, and most recently serving as an external advisor on the JWST to the director of NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. 
UCSC astronomers will be involved in projects within each of the four main themes JWSC will be studying, including first stars and galaxies, galaxies over time, the life cycle of stars, and planetary systems. A large group of UCSC astronomers is focused on studying planets around other stars called exoplanets, one of the most exciting areas in which JWST is expected to open new territory. It's important to note that UCSC astronomers will be leading the first observations of exoplanets with JWST through the early release science, ERS, program. ERS programs are intended to give the astronomy community a quick assessment of the performance of the telescope's instruments and each of their specific observation models. In addition to the ERS programs, UCSC astronomers will be involved in a broad range of projects in JWST's Cycle 1 programs, including several major exoplanet studies. Natalie Batala, professor of astronomy and astrophysics and principal investigator of an ERS program to study transiting exoplanets, says she's particularly excited to learn more about the abundant super-Earths found by NASA's Kepler mission, for which she was project scientist. Believe it or not, I'm not even done mentioning how involved our university is in this monumental galactic innovation project. Professor of Astronomy and Astrophysics Brant Robertson is involved in several major programs using JWST to map the distribution of galaxies in the early universe and study how the first galaxies formed and evolved over time. With its infrared vision and large mirror, JWST will be a powerful time machine peering deeper into the universe and further back in time than ever before possible. Robertson serves on the steering committee for the largest single program in Cycle 1, the JWST Advanced Deep Extragalactic Survey, a collaboration between two instrument teams that will use about 800 hours of observing time. So with all that being said, I'm sure it's safe to say that our university and its staff have a lot to do with the James Webb Space Telescope. It's truly fascinating to be finding this out for myself, and I hope you feel the same way. As I mentioned before, I highly suggest you check out the photos and accomplishments that the James Webb Space Telescope has made thus far, and you can do this by visiting web.nasa.gov, and that's web with two Bs. It's definitely worth some of your free time. Well, I hope you enjoyed this third episode of Science Weekly. I'm glad to have shared all of this information with you. Don't forget to take it easy on yourself, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!